1: The following program is sponsored by John Allworth.
2: Of behaviors and addictions are rampant in our society. People are in bondage to alcohol, drugs, pornography, codependent relationships, and more. If you or a loved one is stuck in the cycle of shame, guilt, and continued destructive behavior, keep listening. Recovery Radio Houston with Pastor John Allworth and Tony B starts now. They'll take your calls and share how the healing power of a personal relationship with Christ saved them and can do the same for you or your loved ones. God wants you to walk into the light. Recovery Radio Houston is live.
0: This is Pastor John Allworth coming to you from Recovery Radio Houston. You know, God wants you to know that no matter where you've been, no matter what you've done, and no matter where you find yourself tonight, He loves you, His grace is sufficient for you, He has already forgiven you, and He has a mighty purpose for your life. I'm here with my co-host, Tony B., and we're here to share the good news of the gospel. Hey, Tony, how are you tonight? Good evening. Week two, ready to go. Yeah, well, listen, whether you or a loved one is suffering under the bondage of addiction, we're here to offer our strength and hope and experience and introduce you to one who has all the answers, and that is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Let's start with prayer. And Father, we come to you tonight with humility in our hearts. Father, we just, we thank you. We are so thankful for the miracles that have occurred in our lives. We're thankful for your grace, your forgiveness, and your mercy. Uh, we just ask that this show, that you be with us tonight, and that uh, this, our, our words be yours, not ours, and that uh, they reach the, the hearts and minds of people out there, and that we help somebody tonight. In Jesus' name, amen? Amen. Well, tonight, Tony, we're gonna, our theme's going to be God's Love, Mercy, and Forgiveness. And we're going to get into the gospel tonight. Amen. All right. Yeah, we're going to get into the book of Luke, chapter 7, chapter 18, and the parables that we find in chapter 15. And then we're going to do an interview with our brother in Christ, uh, Jason Webster, who leads a a ministry out in Willis, Texas. And we're going to have an interview with him. And then we're going to open it up for phone calls. So uh, we'd, we'd like people to call us at 1-800-808-5548. That number again is 1-800-808-5548. You know, Tony, Jesus came and everything he said and he did, he did for a purpose. And as we go through the Gospels, these lessons that that he taught us, you know, they're they're timeless and, and they have a meaning and they have a meaning to people that are out there right now tonight. So first, first lesson we're going to talk about is the pro- the parable of the prodigal of the lost son. And, um. Uh, or otherwise known as as the parable of the, of the prodigal son you know prodigal means spending money or resources freely and recklessly wastefully extravagant i was there at one time were you my brother oh yes yeah we were wasting uh...
1: money throwing <laughs> it away on everything wrong and not saving it for anything right
0: yeah and nothing that was important you know so so in in luke chapter 15 verse 11 jesus says there was a man who had two sons The younger one said to his father, "'Father, give me my share of the estate.' So he divided the property between them. Not long after that, the younger son got together all that he had. He set off for a distant country and there squandered his wealth in wild living." you been there Tony
1: Um, yeah I was the only son and that sounds just like me
0: (laughs) you know I I was too and the geographical solution yes yes Uh, I squandered uh, all my wealth in wild living and you know that gets us nowhere that that just leads to emptiness and a broken heart but you know this story is a good story the way it ends absolutely it's my favorite parable is it really yeah Yeah, it's wonderful so uh, after he spent all his money uh he ended up out in another country and uh, he got a job with a pig farmer and he was uh feeding the pigs and at that point all he had to eat was the pods that the pigs were eating and he'd had nothing else um i've been
1: it says specifically he was starving yeah and he was jealous of the cobs yeah he was imagine that
0: and in israel at this time of course Pigs are not very well regarded, no. regarded. and uh, so he's in the worst possible circumstances he can, and, and that's where addiction leads us. It leads us to the worst possible circumstances. But, you know, sometimes it's necessary to hit bottom before, before you realize just what you're doing. So uh, chap- uh, verse 17 says, when he came to his senses. Aha. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, if you're out there and you're suffering, God loves you and you can you can tonight you can accept him into your heart tonight you can come to your senses if you've got a family member that's under the bondage of addiction pray for them because tonight there's a god waiting for them with open arms so you know the, the the man thought you know i'm eating this pig slop and um you know things just couldn't get any worse and so he he said my my father's servants eat better than I do, hmm. and um you know because his father was a godly man, and his father took care of his servants, so he said he went back and this is a this is a bedrock of of recovery i'm sure you'll agree with me. He went back in humility oh yeah so the one
1: the one ingredient necessary
0: it absolutely is you have to get to a point where you realize that you are powerless to whatever you're facing. And you have to realize that you can't do it on your own and you have to get humble.
1: And the true willingness doesn't come without the humility.
0: It doesn't. It doesn't, you know, because that's, that's one thing people out there need to understand that are dealing with with family members. You know, a lot of addicts are hard charging type A personalities. Uh, we're taught in our society that we're supposed to solve all our own problems
1: Pick up your britches and go to work.
0: Boy. Yeah, be a man, you yeah, know. Man. And and when I was in my addictions, I was deathly afraid of asking anybody for help. You know, men, we can't even ask for directions. <laughs> so you know, so I'm laughing because
1: of the ride here tonight. <laughs> <I know. laughs> so
0: so, and I'm sick
1: and I don't want to cough, but you're
0: making me laugh. Well, you know, <laughs> it, that's. It, but until we get to that point, you know, we're going to have a show on pride. Because pride goeth before the destruction. There's nothing truer in the Bible. So, uh, you know, until we get to that point. So he came to his senses and he set out back to his father's house and he said, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So he got up and went to his father. You know, that's the other problem with addiction is that we get, to a point where we have so much shame and so much guilt that we don't feel worthy of God's love.
1: And, and do you know that this parable, in my, in my view, and what really meant so much for me, even after I got saved and dealt with people that were re- in relapse, is that this parable doesn't just deal with your biological father. It deals with God, too.
0: Absolutely. Because,
1: you know, and then he came to his senses. He realized that what he had with God before he went back into his addictions or before he went back into his flesh. And we can do that on a daily basis. You don't necessarily have to relapse into it, uh, drugs and alcohol. You can get caught up in pride. You can get caught up in envy. You can get caught up in lust. And God is always there ready to take you back if you're humble enough to go to him.
0: Absolutely. In fact, in Luke eighteen fourteen, it says, For all those who exalt themselves will be humbled. And those who humble themselves will be exalted. You know, before we get to the good part of the story, we've had a caller holding for a while. Uh, We've got David on line one. He's got a question. Uh, David, how are you tonight?
3: I'm doing very well, thank you. Um, You just mentioned something about relapse, and I have a question about that. Um, My question is, is relapse a common occurrence that always has to happen? in your journey from being addicted to something in order to get free and get to sobriety? Are you going to relapse?
0: No. Uh, you know, I've heard secular recovery folks, I've actually had them say that relapse is a part of recovery. And, and everybody's different. I know a man that leads a, a recovery ministry that relapsed eight times. So everybody's story is different. But God delivered me. Uh, when he took the drugs and alcohol away from me, he delivered me. So, no, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be part of your journey. And, and that's what we want to focus on, is that when you combine secular recovery, you go away and you get your mind right and you come to your senses and then you come out and you get, combine it with faith and you have a, a Christ-driven recovery, a supernatural recovery. No, relapse doesn't have to be part of it at all. But the, but the good news is, is no matter how many times you fall, God's still there waiting for and, you.
1: And part of the bridge that we're looking to establish between the secular and the spiritual is to realize that, remember, God left the 99 to get the one. Yes, and, he did. And what we have to be able to do in secular recovery as Christians is be able to show that empathetic side to where, yeah, we have one that just doesn't seem to get it. But we're going to go get him because that's what God did for us, no matter how many times.
0: You know what? In Luke chapter 15, verse 7 Jesus says, I tell you that in the same way, that there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine yes. righteous persons. So that's when God left the one. So, uh, David, are you still there? I am. Uh, all right. Did that answer your question, my friend? Yeah, it did. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for calling in. We thank really you, appreciate David. it. And uh, God bless you, brother. God bless you. Um, so let's get to the good part of the story. Uh so when he came to his senses, he came back and he, and he went to his father and he, he expected his father to, to be you know, bitter with him and that he would beg to just come back as, as a servant, a lowly servant. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and filled with compassion for him. That's our God. Our God yeah. is love. Filled with compassion for him, he ran to his son, threw his arms around him and kissed him. You know, God's always there with open arms. Waiting to, waiting to embrace us. It's, the gift is just incredible. So the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Is that what God thinks, Tony? No. <laughs> no. no. I,
1: I know that for a fact. Yeah. Because the comfort that I felt when I became saved and the, the, the assurance and the security, knowing that after reading these gospels, the information provided to me in stories such as this, that God was always going to be there for me no matter what, whether I was ready or not. But when you're ready and you turn to him, it's like we look forward to our, our day in paradise. Imagine what that's going to be like. Doesn't it say that the, all the angels sing the, the moment one sinner is safe? It,
0: it does. All the angels in heaven, everybody rejoices. So when the father said, saw him, he said to his servants, he says, quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fatted calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again, and he was lost, and he is found. So they began to celebrate. Now, isn't isn't that wonderful? This is Jesus. This is the Son of God talking about what his father would do for us when, when we've come. And you're right. The, the, Jesus said when, when the teachers of the law and the Pharisees saw him meeting with tax, sinners and tax collectors in Matthew chapter 9, they said, why does he eat with the sinners? On hearing this, Jesus said, it is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have come to call the righteous, not the righteous, but sinners. You know, that's the beautiful thing about recovery, Tony. Uh-huh. Jesus came for us. That's right. He came for us. And God is is waiting there with 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 open arms. Let's go to to Kevin uh, he's holding in Houston. Kevin, uh, how are you tonight? Good, you. I'm doing fine, thank you, brother. Uh, what can we help you with?
4: I don't
0: know. I'm I'm new to this. Okay. We're all new here, brother. Our show's brand new. Okay Or well, your name?: My name's Pastor John Allworth. Hey, Patrick,
4: your, 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 husband, your wife is here today.:
0: Oh, wonderful, wonderful. You're out with Mary West. Yeah.: Yeah, my mother-in-law, and, and she's been ill, and, and we're praying for her we're praying for her to get better, and, and we know that Jesus How is. The, I next oh, to me. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. That question. Oh. Hi, Mom. Hi, so, baby. Do y'all have a question for us? Do you
4: have a question?
0: No. Well, I'm glad you called, and and let's just say a prayer. Father God, we lift up Mary West right now, and, and you know what she's been through, and you know what she's be dealing with. And uh, Father, we just ask that you, you touch her and give her peace and comfort and that you heal her. You supernaturally heal her body in Jesus' name. Thank Amen. you so much for calling. Thanks, you know, While we're talking about family members, it is my father-in-law, Clyde Wood's birthday. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, you know, he is a true- 25 again. Yeah, he wow. is. He is a true man of God. He is a wonderful, wonderful person, and uh, he- uh, <laughs> quit drinking many years ago and has never touched it since it can be done folks i want you to know out there that that it can this is a man that fought in the korean war served his country uh had a good career uh but like so many of us uh began drinking and uh you know he is just a man of god and uh, you know i he prayed for me when i was going through my problems and uh he and bobby did and i, I just love them with all my heart and and uh i, I just want to say happy birthday dad we 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 love you so very very much and you are truly an inspiration all right so back to the prodigal son um so anyway he came in and god the man the father which is God in the story, treated him like he'd never been gone and, and celebrated uh, because, like you said, the, we, Jesus told us he'll leave the 99 and come back for the one. Right. And, uh, and he, he embraced him. He gave him a robe. He gave him a ring. He gave him shoes. They had a feast. So the, the brother was like, well, wait a minute. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> what about me? Yeah, what about me? And, you know, addiction creates conflict in families. And not
1: only that, I think the world looks looks at us that way, too, when we're full of grace and we come back from something, that worldly people that don't have Christ can get jealous of us. They can. I think I get that from the story also.
0: You know, that's a really good point, because, uh, you know, in Luke chapter 18, Luke is a book about about forgiveness and mm-hmm. about mercy. In Luke in chapter 18, uh, we've got the parable of the Pharisee and the tax collector, where the Pharisee... Jesus was uh, opposed by the Pharisees, where the Pharisee is 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 you know praying and he's saying, "I'm so glad I'm not like that sinner down there. Uh-huh. I'm so glad I do this. I'm so glad I don't." Uh-huh. And, and the the sinner, the tax collector, was praying, "Lord, I need you. I need your mercy." That's the key to recovery, and that's
1: the one God is coming for. Yeah, that Jesus is coming, and
0: for. He did. And Jesus said, "I tell you that this man, rather than the other, went home justified before God." That's, again, the, what I quoted earlier. For all those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. I mean,
1: Jesus told the disciples when he uh, when he came back to them after he was crucified, he said, I'm going and be ready because <laughs> they're, they're going to come. They're going to come in the, against you the, the way they came against me. And, and we find that in the world all the time as Christians, don't we? Look how Christians just, are under attack all over the world.
0: Yeah, but as long as you've got that personal relationship with exactly. Jesus Christ, then you've got peace in your heart. So, so the father in, in the story, the parable of, of, the, of the lost son or the prodigal son, said, my son, to, to the brother, to the brother who was jealous, uh-huh. and, and said, you know, what's all this? What's all this? He said, you are always with me, and everything I have is yours. But we had to celebrate and be glad because this brother of yours was dead. And he is alive again. He was lost, and he is found. And you know, to many family members out there who are dealing with with addiction, with the bondage of addiction, and they feel like they've lost their loved one. Hmm. And uh, you know, when you come home, you came home, Tony. Yeah. And I'm I have a boy that did too.
1: Yeah, amen. You know, and, and I'll never forget when he got got out of the car and how he leapt into my arms. Because the whole time I wasn't condescending and I wasn't hateful. I I mean, I let him ride out his consequences. But when he came home, that feeling to this day is still every time I see him, I'm just I look at how precious he is. He doesn't like to hear that because he's 19 and full of, you know, that 19 year old stuff. But that moment when he came home was uh, I that's all I could think about was uh, was this story.
0: So if you're out there struggling, there's a gift that you can give to your family that is priceless and that is is to come home to admit that you've got a problem to seek God with all your heart he'll change your life and you'll be all of heaven will rejoice your family will be just ecstatic and you have a God that loves you you know I don't care what you've done it's not too late I don't care where you've been you can come home You can come home. All right, we're going to interview our brother Jason uh, Weaver now. Um, He is holding. uh, Jason. Yes. Good evening, Jason. How are you, brother?
4: I any better? I'd be in heaven, brother.
0: (laughs) Well, that's coming. Going on, Jay? Hey, I'm telling you. Listen, uh, Jason is uh, one of the co-leaders along with our brother, um, with his wife, Hillary Weaver, and and with our brother, David Gordon, of a ministry called Breaking Point Ministries. And they're out in Willis. Uh, Tell us, Jason, tell us a little bit about Breaking Point Ministries.
4: Well, Breaking Point Ministries is located in Willis, Texas. You can follow us on Facebook at any time. Um, We hold service every Monday night at 6 p.m., um, the address is one two nine two two Long Street Willis Texas, and it, it's it's located in Texas Tiny Homes area. Um, we were blessed to have that location actually. It was it was given to us rent free by Texas Tiny Homes. You know the the Lord really blessed us with that area and that location to do His work. Um, it's a place where we, when you're at your breaking point in life. We show you that Jesus is your only breakthrough when you're struggling. You know, it's a place where we receive all sinners and eat with them, like they, like Jesus said and did in Luke 15. Um, then we fellowship and we praise the Lord and we teach you, don't let the storm break your praise, but let the praise break your storm. Amen. You know, there's so many times and days that we have struggles and we're going through storms and, and well, we step off that boat and... Uh, we don't. We, we don't ever keep our eye focused on Jesus. Sometimes we need to be reminded, and that's what fellow brothers and sisters are to do. And that's what we're there to—is to love and show you. Um,
0: so you then guys, we break
4: off into, huh.
0: So you guys meet in Willis on Monday nights.
4: Yes, sir. Every Monday night.
0: <laughs> and what's your affiliation with uh, Break Every Chain Ministries of New Covenant Church?
4: Oh man, BEC was where we we actually started with. Um, we we're we're like brother and sister group um they that's that's where my wife got recovery at um a little over a year and a half ago um when I came out of prison BEC is where i found my you know i continued on with my straight road in recovery actually and well it multiplies in discipleship like we're supposed to and well my task was to break the side b e c and and, and do pretty much the same thing they're doing out there in Humble, Texas, over here in Willis, Texas. Let, let me take this up. Oppor-
0: let me take this opportunity to give a little plug for BEC. When he says BEC, he means uh, Break Every Chain Ministries of New Covenant Church. We oh. meet at it's <laughs> six forty five on Friday nights at nine oh one Wilson Road. Uh, that's at New Covenant Church in Humble, and uh, w- we we have similar ministries. We we break bread, then we have praise and worship. We have a biblical message, and then we break into men's and women's groups. And w- we're there to help people get sober. We're there to uh, be a bridge between secular recovery and and. Uh, faith-based recovery. We're there for people who want to maintain their sobriety and want to deepen their walk with the Lord. And then we're there to make disciples because uh, the, the Matthew tells us the book of Matthew, the great commission tells us to go out and, and make disciples of all nations and teach uh, whatever what Jesus commanded uh, his disciples to do, so you guys, right. you guys were there at, there at Break Every Chain, and now you're spreading the gospel out in Willis, Texas. Hallelujah! <laughs> so, hallelujah!
4: And it was—it's a blessing. It's a blessing. So blessing.
0: Well, it is, and and you know, uh, that's that's what we're called to do. Is we're called to help. So you're an addiction and and a stronghold ministry, just like Break Every Chain. Correct. That's correct. All right, well, let's get into it. Let's, let's tell the, the audience a little bit about, about your story. Um, if you could, t- tell us a little bit. Uh, uh, I, I want to talk about your background, then I want to talk about uh, where that landed you, and then I want to talk about what God's done in your life. So tell us a little bit about your background, Jason.
4: Well, my background is, is I, uh, I, I, I ran away from home at a young age, and then I got lost lost in my own ways, you know, um, in and out of jail, got addicted to drugs, um, alcohol. Um, I lived in the woods for about two years. Wow. Um, I, in, while I was living down there in the woods, I, I, I struggled a lot, but the Lord seemed to find a way to come into them woods in my deepest, darkest times and pull me and rise me up out of that dark hole. And, mm-hmm put me back on my feet and then i i ran for a little bit like that and then i stumbled again fell back into sin again drinking and drugs and let me remind you i've i've been an addict i uh, was an addict for 18 years with methamphetamine
0: hey, and me, alcohol let alcohol for six Let me break in for a second Jason isn't it amazing though all the things that god has protected us from that we didn't oh. even realize he was doing and how he, he was keeps...
4: there at every moment of our. At every moment, he's always there, looking out for us.
0: And he never gives up. He keeps chasing us. So I'm sorry. Go ahead. Keep keep telling us the story.
4: Oh yes, and, and about two and a half, going on to three years ago, February 22nd. That's like one of your sobriety dates you never never forget. Um, he, he finally said enough was enough, and 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 well, I went to jail. Um, I went to prison and he, he cleaned me up, helped me get clean again, and really I found the Lord even stronger. I've known the Lord my whole life, you know, going to church and stuff, and always, he's always been there protecting me, always protecting me. Um, but it was finally time for me to throw all that junk away. You know, I had already lost one, uh, my ex and three children I've lost to alcohol and drugs. Now, this time when I went to prison, this last time, I think I'm going on to three years ago, um, something was restored in me, and it's the Father's love, man. He started showing me his love and how pure he is and what he really wants to do for me, and he wiped my whole past almost pretty much. It's just nothing but a testimony now. When I got out this time... Yeah, I chase nothing but his love now. You know, I started in with break break every chain recovery and and I focused on that, you know, and I stayed sober. You know, not only have I gotten sober, but I tell you, he broke chains and bondages in my life because of that. And he he has restored my marriage with my wife, you know. Hey, let, me, um, let me
0: stop you for a second, Jason, because I, I want to I ask you something about something that you've shared with the group at, at Break Every Chain. Uh, yes, sir. So let me ask you about a letter that you got while you were in prison.
4: Oh, oh the love letter from Jesus. Yeah. Man, I, was, I went about, let's see, you know, when you're locked up in jail, you really, you really look forward to hearing your name be called on mail call. Which comes every night, and there for about three uh, three weeks, I didn't get my name called. I'd lost contact with my wife, my kids, my family. Every you know, the world got busy, and and I felt uh, alone. I felt left out. I started you start losing hope for the outside world and the people you thought loved you, and the people you thought you loved. Well. About the fourth week, I kept praying and praying for God to send somebody to, to somebody to send me a letter, a letter. I need a letter. Well, I, I kid you not, somebody was obedient out there in the world. And they wrote or they typed up a letter in, in the name of and, – and it was a love letter from my Father in Heaven, and it was mailed to me without a return sender. And every word on this letter is every word from the Bible. I don't have the letter in front of me, or I'd read you a little part of it for an example. But this this letter changed my heart and my thinking, because he was there. He was the one that wrote me a love letter. Let
0: let me see if I understand something, Jason. Do you know who sent you this letter?
4: No, not at all. Jesus.
0: Well, amen. (laughs) But was there a return address or a name on the envelope? For some
4: reason, it came through, and it only had my name and my TDC number.
0: Did anybody else in jail get that letter?
4: nobody and and i had a sixty man dorm nobody had one
0: had you ever received a letter before that date from anybody before anyone no and so this is you're in you're in jail you're alone you're isolated um you're you're wondering what's going on with your life and all of a sudden one day you hear this uh your name called out and and you get this anonymous letter Glory, hallelujah. That is amazing. So tell us a little bit. Just give us a couple of things that the letter said. Um,
4: it said, you know, I, I know who you are, even though you may not know me. Um, I know the hairs that are numbered on your head. Amen. I was there before you were born. I, I, cre- I, I created you and, and shaped you in your mother's womb. You know, and it goes on and on and about how, He gave me His only begotten Son Jesus for us to lead or to follow, and it goes on. It just it's just scripture after scripture, you know. And then I flip it over, and and it just says, you know, I am your 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 God. I love you, and I would never forsake you. I will be here. from the beginning to the end for you.
0: And you were forgiven. I remember it said you were forgiven because you read it to me once.
4: Yes, and he said that I'm forgiven of all my sins. He said that all he wants me to do is to surrender my life to his son, Jesus, and to follow him. And from that day forward, nobody comes before him, not my wife, not my children. I will never lose that love first. And my wife and kids will even tell you that I love Jesus more than them.
0: <laughs> well, we are supposed to put him first. I tell you what, we're going to do. We're about to go into a break. How much? Uh, and we're. But what I want you to do when we go into the break, Jason, is um, I, I want to put you on hold. And when we get back, I want to. Talk to you about how your life has been since since you got out of prison and and since you got this letter. You know, somebody just handed me a copy of the letter, and it is amazing. You know, we do something at, at Break Every Chain called the Forty Iams, which is which is really. Important to tell for people to tell themselves uh, as they come out of the darkness of addiction and into the light. And those forty I am say things like, "I am a child of God. I am an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony. I am redeemed. I am forgiven." Because you know, when you when you accept Jesus Christ into your heart and, and you come out of addiction you know you are a new creation in christ i mean it's absolutely true and and so uh, th- these positive affirmations so we're going to put you on hold jason and uh we're going to come back to you if you'd be so kind as to hold and we'll talk about what your life's been like after prison all right brother all right tony
1: all right we're at the bottom of the hour and we have a whole half hour left so if you're out there and you're struggling We're here for you. Stay tuned for Recovery Radio Houston coming right back.
0: 1-800-808-5548. God. And if you're out there and you have a question for us or you want to share a victory and, and how God's changed your life, call us at 1 800 808 5548. That's 1 800 808 5548. We're back with our brother in Christ, uh, Jason Weaver. And, uh, you know, he's just got a powerful, powerful testimony and a story. Uh, so let's, let's continue with the interview. Let's go. So uh, tell us, Jason. Uh, so you got this letter from God, and uh, did that begin to change your heart?
4: All the way changed my heart in the way that I look at people, the world, and even my daily routines.
0: Amen, brother. That's just you know when you told us that story at Break Every Chain one night, uh, I think the whole audience had goosebumps. Uh, I know I did. Time. Yeah, it, it was it was wonderful. We're we're we're, we're so. Um, happy and, and proud uh, to be in, in ministry partnership with you guys. So tell us about what happened a- after you got out of prison.
2: Well,
4: after I got out of pris- prison, there was, you know, like anybody that gets out, there's there's this long road ahead of you, and you know it's going to either be hard or easy. And, well, I can tell you, mine wasn't completely easy, but it was as easy as Jesus himself could make it. Um,
0: Jesus told he, us we'll always have tribulations in this life. So, but but you know, if you keep your focus, if you keep your focus on Him, He opens doors, man. He really does. So tell us about some of the doors He locks out all you. the noise. Amen.
4: Well, I'll tell you the first thing He opened up was the first door. I, he, I have a, a, a brother in Christ named David. Um, he and I um, started a business. You know, the Lord. I tried to go out and get a regular eight-to-five job, and the Lord wouldn't let me. Every, every job that was hiring, they would tell me no. God said, no, you're going to start a business, and you're going to have breaking point construction. I said, okay. So he, I started this co- company like he told me to. He gave me a company truck. He gave me all the tools to furnish a company, and he sent me and David out. And I'll tell you, we haven't in two years had to advertise not once. Um, he keeps us fully running every week
0: you notice the folks out there the humility in jason's story you know he said he gave us the lord gave us the lord put david in his life the lord uh, you know honored his dream of opening up a company that's the kind of humility that it takes uh, to to be an overcomer anyway i'm sorry brother so uh, you got this construction what do y'all do at breaking point construction tell us a little bit about uh, that
4: um, anything from the ground up, man, we remodel. Um, and I tell you, the Lord sends us to some jobs that He needs, that, that the people need to hear the Word of God sometimes. Um, almost every one of our jobs, somebody needs prayer, somebody needs healing, somebody needs their heart help, somebody just needs love. And that's almost every one of our jobs um, that we go to. And and, and we, we, we do construction, anything in construction for homes.
0: So how could somebody get a hold of you if they want a good Christian company to do some remodeling for them?
4: Well, you just give us a call at 936-314-5177. We'll come out and give you an estimate and you don't pay anything until after we do some work. That way you can trust us too.
1: I like that part.
0: <laughs> Amen. You know, I'm uh we've got a, an email that if you have questions about, you know, that you want to direct to us or to Jason or to anybody that's on our show, or you're looking for more resources, or for any questions that you might have, or you want to contact us confidentially, then you can email us at recoveryradiohouston, that's Recovery recoveryradiohouston at outlook.com, recovery radio Houston at outlook.com. And if you're out there and you have some questions for us, and you want to call the show tonight, uh, we'd love to hear your story, or we'd love to try to help you at 1-800-808-5548. And the truth is, you know, we don't really help them. We direct them to somebody that's that can. right. <laughs> we are the advocate. <laughs> yeah, that's right, because we know somebody that can solve. There is nothing impossible for our God. So, okay, w- what else did he bring back in your life? You started your own business. That's just outstanding. Tell, tell us more.
4: Well, where God guides, he provides. I'll tell you that much. And, you know, he, he guided me back to my wife. You know I'm gonna break a little news. My wife cheated on me while I was in prison um and it took me to forgive her. God told me in my heart I had to forgive his daughter because he wants her. He wanted her, so I had to forgive my wife for what she did, and he has restored our relationship. We are best friends. It was better than the day we married. Um, my children as well, our relationships. He's rebuilt the relationship between me and my two here. And, you know, one big testimony I have here recently, you know, he opened up doors that I thought could never be opened. You know, he restored my relationship with my three children I haven't seen in seven years. I got to spend Christmas Day with them. And then my ex, seeing how well I was, that she gave me all my rights back to where I have them for all summer, and starting this spring break, it's just hallelujah to him.
0: That's the what, Lord did that. That's what God will do when you turn your life over to him. He is absolutely amazing. He is a God of reconciliation. And, you know, out there, if, if you've got a family member that's struggling, you know, many times our addictions are rooted in a failure to forgive in resentments. You know, if, if Christ can forgive us for our sins, then we need to be able to forgive each other. And so that's a that's a, that's a wonderful story, brother. That really is. So you guys, I, uh, I, go ahead.
4: I, I'll tell you, having unforgiveness will hold you back, but forgiving somebody will set you further than your own mind can imagine. The Lord will 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 bless you so much for forgiving what's what's hurting in your heart.
0: Amen. And that's part of the twelve steps: is making amends and yep. and and, and, and seeking forgiveness from everybody. But it's also important that you forgive those that hurt you, because you know most people that are in addiction, uh, there's there's some sort of hurt in their background. There's some sort of abuse. There's some sort of rejection. There's some sort, there's something that, that happened to them that set them down this road and led to guilt and shame and, and separation. You know, the worst thing about addiction separates you from, from your God, yep. separates you from, from Jesus Christ. Well, Jason, I, I, I want to uh, thank you for Uh, joining us tonight. You know, I know another thing that you guys have done at Breaking Point Ministries is y'all were out there at Thanksgiving giving out food to the homeless, and uh, you know, you guys are doing great work out there. Uh, It's in in Willis, Texas. What is the address that people need to go to on Monday nights? Can you tell us again? It's
4: 12922 Long Street, Willis, Texas, 77318. And And if they need to look us up, and follow us on Facebook. It's Breaking Point Ministries, um, for men and women. Um, we have two women that are leaders on there, Hillary and Melissa, and then the men are me and David ourselves.
0: Well, brother, uh, you know I'm so proud of you. But um, more important than that, all of heaven rejoiced, brother, uh, as, as, you came to, as you came to repentance. You got a powerful uh, story. Thanks, thanks for joining us tonight, and, uh, and and God bless you, brother. Have a good night, Jason. You know, yes, yeah,
4: bless y'all. Y'all keep up doing what she's doing, man. I I love it, man, y'all are reaching so many people. It's amazing. Thank you.
0: Well, we're just being obedient, and he's reaching. Us. Good 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 night, brother. We'll talk to you soon. All
4: right. Good night. See y'all soon.
0: So you know they do at Breaking Point Ministries what we do at Break Every Chain. Uh, very similar. You know they they came out of our ministry and uh, that's that's what we're charged to do is to have disciples Tony d- did we have a powerful night Friday oh. night I
1: tell you what um, last night was total testimony as to what the newcomer means because uh, we can have the same people come every week and that would be fine because we're all growing but there's just something about when we have not one not two not three but four newcomers come Hallelujah! and they're all struggling with something or the other, but all similar, because I think the one thing these guys are missing and gals are missing is God and Jesus. Yes, yes. And uh, it's sometimes those of us that are a little more moved along in our recovery, we might get a little like, come on, why don't they get it? They should just get it when we say it. But it also reminds me about how it, my step-by-step procedure took and how much of an uh, enlightening process that was for me. So I look forward to see them grow, and that's why it's so important we encourage them to uh, keep coming back.
0: Amen. Yeah, you know you can join us at Break Every Chain Ministries of New Covenant Church at 901 Wilson Road in Humble, Texas. We Friday meet night. on Friday nights at 6:45, and we'll break bread with you, and we'll praise the Lord because you know that brings in the Holy Spirit and that yes. opens up, opens up our heart. We were made to praise the Lord. Yes,
1: the endorphins flowing in
0: naturally. The right way. <laughs> <laughs> yes, in a healthy way. The it really does. Natural, you know that's addiction is about selfishness mm-hmm. and emptiness. We all chase something that we never can get, and you can feel that. You can feel that with Jesus Christ. So,
1: can I talk about our marriage conference?
0: We can, but uh, let's let's give the number out: one 1-800-808-5548. 1-800-808-5548 That's the number to call in if you want to share a story with us, ask a question, uh, share a victory with us, uh, or just need addiction resources, 1-800-808-5548. Yeah, Tony, tell us about this marriage conference.
1: Well, this Saturday, coming up, the day after Valentine's Day, we are having a marriage conference at New Covenant Church, 901 Wilson Road. I believe it starts at 10 a.m., am I right?
0: I think that's right. Sometime
1: around there. Uh, And Kevin Sarbo... And his wife, if you remember, Kevin Sarber was Hercules way back when, uh, the TV series, and now he does a lot of uh, Christian-based faith movies. Uh, You see him in God is Dead and uh, other movies such as that, Um, along with uh, Marilyn Houghton, Marilyn Houghton Marriott, and Kristen Abijay. I hope I pronounced that right. And also our local pastor, uh, the senior pastor of the church, Pastor Frank Massapica, is also going to speak it's only fifty dollars a couple. Um you can buy online at uh ncc dot dot org is it, John?
0: Yeah new n- NCC, n- uh, Newcc.org? uh org. Yeah, newcc.org.
1: dot org. You can buy them online or you can come down and see us Wednesday night and you can purchase them there. Service is Wednesday night at seven.
0: Yeah, uh, Marilyn Houghton Marriott is a psychologist and uh she's world renowned and she's going to be speaking and Christian Abaje I don't know is a is a life coach and uh, Hercules is is going to speak with them and and you know our pastor pastor Maz... He, he is such a wonderful pastor and a man of god he is a trained psychologist he used to teach psychology at at, at uh, Lamar University and uh, they're all going to be speaking and it's it's going to be powerful because you know that's one of the things that addiction does is it destroys families um it it uh it it just it just you know tears families apart and one of the most addictive things in our society right now is pornography and sexual addiction And that can destroy marriages. But you know what? There is one who can put the marriage back together, and that is Jesus Christ. So we encourage everyone to come to this marriage conference. And, and, you know, I don't care where you are in your marriage. Uh, Marriage is work. And, and, uh, you know, we can all strengthen our marriages. And the way we do that is to put Christ in the middle of our marriages so uh, that's 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 what this is about, and uh, we're we're really excited about it. It's fr- it's uh, Saturday, February the fifteenth, and um, and it's it's going to be wonderful. So let, we got a call here, Tony. We,
1: oh. we got hey, uh, it's Kyle. Kyle calling from Kingwood. What's going on, Kyle? How you doing? I'm doing good. How are y'all? Man, we are here for you. How can we help you?
5: Yeah, man. I just, uh you know, just listening. I just wanted to, you know, quickly just encourage those who are also listening. You know, i uh not going to get into my story too much, but um, both of my parents actually died from a drug overdose. And uh by the time I was 13, I was pretty much an orphan. I was, you know, by myself and had no parents due to drug addiction. And I
1: remember from that. Kyle? Uh Uh-oh.
0: Did we lose Kyle? He
1: dropped? Okay. Well, Kyle, call back if you can. We got Alonzo holding on line two.
0: Well, we dropped you, Kyle. Uh, Technical difficulties, (laughs) but, but, you know, uh, Kyle has a... Might be a cricket phone. I don't know. Yeah, Kyle (laughs) has a powerful story, so please call back in, Kyle. In the meantime, let's talk to Alonzo. Alonzo, where are you calling from?
3: Uh, I'm calling from Atascosita.
0: Well, how are you tonight, Alonzo?
3: I'm doing good, brother. I just uh, had a question about the love of Jesus Christ, and um, how did it help restore, I guess, uh, relationships after the addictions?
0: Well, you know, when you get enveloped by the love of Christ, you know, Christ told us, he said the law is reduced to two things, love, love your God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and love your neighbor as yourself. And, you know, Jesus is love. And a lot of people that are suffering from addiction, Um, Didn't have a lot of love when they were growing up or they had love that was um, something was wrong with it It was uh, abuse or or something that uh, was, was painful and harmful and when you truly accept Christ in your life and you get filled with the Holy Spirit, then you are enveloped in a love that is beyond anything you know. And even though you feel that, it's still nothing compared to the way God really loves us. He loves us we so much. We can never match that. Yeah, we we never mm-hmm. could. So. You know,
1: something interesting you said uh, about Christ restoring relationships is what you said? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I, there was one very important piece of advice that was given to me. My wife and I were separated when I was in rehab. And that was, leave that woman alone. <laughs> you, cannot, mm-hmm. you cannot change the heart of the loved one that you hurt for so much. Only Christ can do that. And, and being in prayer and being in, uh, in Scripture and readying myself to be able to, uh, to understand fo- uh, fully how much Christ wanted me to change and how he was going to do that, I had to sit back and let him work. And that's the number one way. In my experience, anyway, that relationships get restored due to addiction.
0: Well, you know, we've got to be patient because, you know, we didn't get where we were overnight. We we had people for a long time. And, you know, then we made all kinds of promises. I'm going to do this. I'm going to stop that. I'm going to be here at this time. And we break those promises when we go through the road of addiction. So we've got to show some change. And that takes time. But
1: also the big big thing in, in a book from Pastor Jimmy Evans taught me this. Called marriage on the rock was you know people need time to heal and and god needs time to soften people's hearts
0: he does we got kyle back let's all open. right let's
1: lonzo thank you for calling thanks we, we gotta get back to our previous caller who whose phone dropped us or we dropped him i don't know what what's up kyle how are you <laughs> what happened there i have no idea okay <laughs> we'll continue so. Yeah. But
5: yeah, no, I was just saying, you know, by the time I was 13, you know, you know both of my parents were dead due to a heroin overdose oh. and opioid addiction. And, you know, I uh, myself got back in, you know, to a little bit of that myself. And I remember just sitting, you know, um, in my car listening to talk radio shows about, you know, different things, right? About spirituality and just your relationship with God and, um, you know, just encouragements and, you know, I look at my life today, and, you know, I'm a pastor now. I'm 30 years Praise old. Him. I have a beautiful family. Um, I'm running my own business. And, you know, it's just crazy to be able to look back and actually see that, man, I, I mean, sometimes I even forget that I, you know, was an addict to really of anything, you know. But now I look at my life, and, I'm, you know, I now use my life to be able to push other people you know, out of addiction and whatnot. And so I just want to encourage those who are listening who may be sitting in a car or however they're listening to this and they're saying, man, I really want to, I really need to change, you know, take this as your clear signal that God is speaking to you right now saying it, it's time to get out. It's time to, to live your life. Cause I'm going to tell you the moment you really walk in the call of God um, it it is incredible how, you know, when you live for Him, I used to look at a relationship with God as, oh, I'll have to sacrifice everything, and I'm going to have to, you know, you live by a bunch of rules, and it's not like that at all, man. Like, when you live for Him, um, all things work for His good, right? Amen, amen.
1: I mean, hey Kyle, we're running a little short on time. We got to hop to another caller, but I want to continue this conversation. You the know, girls will get your number. We're going to call you back, and maybe even have you call back next week. Okay?
0: Yeah, I think we need to interview Kyle. Yeah. That's an amazing story. Yeah, we're we, have to we find need to get you in the him. station. Get, get you on here. Kyle, Thank Kyle that's a great story. Thank you. Let's let's uh, let's take. Uh, we've got a call from Arnold. Arnold, how are you Hello. tonight?
3: Great, great. How are y'all
0: doing? We're doing. We're doing good, brother. Tell tell us what's going on with you tonight. Where are you calling from?
3: Thank you. I'm calling from Houston, Southside.
0: All right. How can we help you?
3: (laughs) This is crazy. Uh, I wrote this verse down yesterday evening, actually. I was here at work, and I listened to the radio, and I was at a stoplight, and I just wrote your number on the palm of my hand, and I was like, well, maybe I'll call them. Maybe I'll see if they can uh, explain this to me. But anyway, Romans 10, verse 9, it reads, I wrote it down as, if you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe it in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. What is the, if you openly declare, does that mean me standing up in a forum and openly declare?
0: Brother, you can do it in, God sees everything. You can do it in your car. When you pray that prayer and you you tell Jesus that, that I know that you died for my sins, that you were resurrected. That I invite you to into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior, and uh, that you've just prayed the sinner's prayer, brother. And uh, you, oh. that's that's all that's required is that you believe in Jesus Christ, and you believe that He died for your sins, you believe that He was resurrected, and you welcome Him into your heart, and you repent of your sins. You, why don't you repeat after me right now, Arnold? Would you, you want to take this? Oh, this absolutely. Leap? If- all right. Wow, here seven. we go. All right, Arnold, will Eleven. you re- you repeat after oh. me, brother? Jesus, oh, sure. Jesus, please come into my heart.
3: Jesus, please come into my heart.
0: Jesus, I I believe that 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 you died for my sins.
3: Jesus, I believe you died for my sins.
0: I believe that you were resurrected on the 3rd day.
3: I believe you were resurrected on the 3rd day.
0: I thank you for forgiving me of my sins.
3: I thank you for forgiving me of my sins.
0: I, I repent of my sins.
3: I repent of my sins.
0: I will follow you and your word for the rest of my life.
3: I will follow you and your word for the rest of my life.
0: I make you my Lord and Savior.
3: I make you my Lord and Savior.
0: Brother, I will see you in paradise How one about day. That? Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, man, y'all are amazing. Thank you so much. Hey, Maybe Arnold, I want, you to,
1: I want you to remember one thing, Arnold, that the Bible also says the best prayers are held in secret. So you don't have to be in the middle of a crowd or even in the middle of a church to profess your faith. I mean, it's great to do it that way, but you can also do it in the corner of your bedroom, kneeling and praising God. So as as often and as able as possible. Okay, brother?
0: He sees everything you do.
3: Absolutely. Thank you again, guys, for your time. This is the craziest thing. I wrote this down yesterday evening, and I was at a stoplight taking a right. And uh, I wrote down your number on the palm of my hand in the company truck, and I pulled over over here at the railroad, and I'm like,
0: what? God God. God, God bless you. All of heaven just re- rejoice. Thank T- you, R- thank y'all so hey, much. call you. us brother. back again, brother. Yeah, we we want to hear you again. Okay, you thank do. you
1: very much for I calling. Thank you again uh, for your time. Okay. All right, have a good night. Okay. God I bless to, you. One more
0: Likewise. thing. Uh, I want to promote a, a mission and a, a ministry that is very important to my heart, and that is the Open Door Mission. It's a ministry that takes in. Men That are homeless and addicted and it transforms their lives. It's number one philosophy is that Jesus saves It's located at 5803 Harrisburg Road Harrisburg Road here in 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 Houston. Its phone number is 713-921-7520 The book of Revelation tells us God will open a door that no man can close. This program takes homeless men It educates them. It gets in their GED. It gets them off of drugs It takes them to church every day, and it it changes their lives. It provides housing and gets them a job and makes them productive members of society. They take intake on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. I don't care where you are or where you've been, as long as you don't have a violent past, uh, you can go to the Open Door Mission, and God will transform your life. Tommy Thompson is the director, and uh, he's a wonderful man. That's the Open Door Mission. And keep listening to this program. We'll talk more about it. This has been Recovery Radio Houston. God loves you. Good night, Houston. Good, night, Good night, everybody.
2: Radio Houston. Listen again next Saturday at 9 p.m. If you missed any of this show, you can listen to the podcast at kkht.com. For more information, go to recoveryradiohouston.com.